Welcome back to Hold Fast, where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny. I'm the host of the podcast, and the episode today is going to branch off of another one of my conversations that I've had recently with the Mormon missionaries. Um, it's something that I've thought about a lot before, um, but it kind of just it really was reignited in my mind and my heart um, in, in talking with them this past week. We were talking about how, how do we know what's true, right? Um, because that's kind of at the heart of my, my conversation with them is I'm trying to present the gospel to them and, and they're trying to give me their perspective of things and the teachings of the Mormon church. And, and um, we got to a point where one of them got a little bit emotional and, and genuinely got emotional. I'm, I'm not trying to mock or trivialize. I mean, genuinely had this heartfelt emotion as she began to talk about her faith. And she began to talk about how she just knows that the teachings of the Mormon church are true because she, she feels it to be true and she knows it to be true in her mind and in her heart. And, and for her, that's good enough, right? Like it, it logically makes sense in her mind and she has these emotions that accompany that in her heart. Um, and that means that it must be true. And, you know, I, I kind of took a step back and and thanked her for, for sharing and, and being willing to kind of be emotional and vulnerable and, and, and talking about her faith. And, um, you know, I didn't want to discount that and I didn't want to just kind of come up against that instantly, but I challenged her with, with a question. And I don't remember exactly how I asked it in the moment, but it's the question that I want this episode of the podcast to be about. Um, it's the question of do emotions and feelings have any place in our pursuit of truth? Um, should we allow the things that we feel to help us determine what's true and what's not true? That's an important question because immediately you might think, well, I don't, I don't really do that. I mean, I, I think emotions are important, but I don't allow them to, to help me determine what's true. But I think we, we do that all the time to an extent. We, we allow our emotions to certainly dictate how we're going to act and, and how we're going to interpret truth. I mean, let me give you kind of a silly example of that. Um, you wake up one day and you decide, you know what, today I'm going to eat healthy. Like, I know that I need to. I've not been eating well lately, and I know that I don't, I don't feel good because of it. All the evidence in my life points to the fact that I need to start uh, having a healthier diet, and so I'm going to start today. And then lunchtime rolls around and you start to get hungry or maybe even if you're anything like me, you get you start to get a little hangry, right? And, and your feeling of hunger, your desire, that emotion that you have attached to wanting food, just wanting a burger for lunch or wanting to just go through your favorite fast food place and just satisfy that craving of yours is going to overwhelm everything that you know to be true in that moment. And not all the time, but this happens a lot, at least for me it does. Right where I go, I was going to try to eat healthy today, but man, I, I really want Taco Bell, right? And, th and again, that's kind of a silly example, but I think that's how it comes uh, into our lives sometimes in our relationship with Christ. We know the things that are true. We know that how Jesus has called us to live, but we allow temptation to creep in. Um, that's the primary thing. But I think sometimes we allow our emotions to determine what we think is true in the moment. I mean, I, I've, I've struggled with doubt in my life in the past, specifically when I was in college. I struggled with some pretty heavy doubts because I thought, you know, if all this about Jesus is true, then wouldn't I, wouldn't I have much more emotion when I talk about it. Like, wouldn't wouldn't I just burst into tears every time I talked about the cross? Wouldn't wouldn't I just have this burning desire in me every single day to share the gospel? Like, if all this was really true, wouldn't my emotions be a little bit different? Because I feel, I can't. I feel kind of, 
you know, blah when, when, I, when I talk about Jesus sometimes. And it caused me to doubt because I thought, surely my emotions matter more than this. Surely, like, like I would have deeper and greater emotion over these things that they were true. And I think we can think this way sometimes. We allow our emotions, the way that we feel, to dictate how we think about certain things. And we shouldn't. I mean, th this is not the way that we should live our lives. This is not the way that we should determine truth. And so I looked at this Latter-day Saint missionary and I said, you know, I respect your display of emotion. I respect your passion and your fervor. But there are people all over this world who are just as passionate as you are about false religions. And, and of course, I believe that, that Mormonism is a false religion too. And I've, I've said that to them. That's no secret to them. We, we've been able to lovingly have that conversation. But I said emotions aren't what determine truth. We've got to go to the Word of God. And, you know, she said, well, I think that the Spirit th speaks to us through our emotions. And, and I don't think the Spirit speaks that way at all. I think the Spirit of God speaks to our emotions, but the Spirit speaks through the Word of God. The Holy Spirit uses the Word of God to speak to our minds and to our hearts, to speak to our emotions. When our emotions are all over the place as they can tend to be, it's the Spirit of God through the Word of God that brings our emotions in check. And so even when I don't feel like these things are true, it doesn't change the fact that they're true or they're not true. My emotions don't determine truth at all. And, and my emotions can, my emotions are real, right? I don't wanna say that emotions are not real, they absolutely are real, but they're not always right, they're not always true. Sometimes our emotions in, in God's grace line up perfectly with the truth, right? And we're excited about the gospel and we're, we're just overflowing with joy and gratitude and happiness and emotion for the things of the Lord, but sometimes we're not. And in those moments when we're not, it doesn't change the truth about who God is at all. I want to take us to a very well-known passage of Scripture, a very basic uh, passage that we all probably have heard a hundred times or more. Probably that's an understatement for many of us. It's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. That's how you know and walk in truth. You trust in the Lord with all your heart. You take all of your inner self is really what that word heart means. All of your inner self, all of your desires, all of your knowledge, everything that, that's, that's inside of you and you lay it in submission to the Lord and you say, Lord, despite what I may feel, despite what I may think that I know, I'm laying that at your feet and I'm going to allow you to speak to me to tell me what's true. I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. I'm certainly not gonna lean on my own emotions and feelings about this matter. And everything that I do, do, I'm going to acknowledge you. I'm going to count you as supreme. And I know that you will lead me in straight paths because my emotions, even my, my logic and my intellect will lead me astray. But you will not when I seek you with all my heart, when I lay myself before you and submit myself to you fully, you will not lead me astray. There's another proverb that comes to mind. I believe it's in Proverbs chapter 16, maybe verse 15. Don't quote me on that because um, I don't have it in front of me right now. But um, it says that there, there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end is the way of death. 
There's a way that, that seems right. And I would, I would say that, that really there's ways, right? There's many different ways that seem right to men and women all over the earth. There's many false religions. There's many, many worldviews and, and ways that people want to live their lives. And every person would try to defend their worldview, would try to defend how they've chosen to live their lives and, and, and what they've chosen to submit themselves to. And they would get emotional about it. And they would say, I just know this is true. I know this is my true self. I know this is how I'm supposed to live. I know that all of this is true because I just... I just feel like it is, and I can I can take some some logical things here and kind of put it all together and make it seem like it's true, and and I just believe it, and I and I think they're sincere in that, but that's not what determines truth. This is so important for us because we allow ourselves to be led astray by our feelings all the time. We waffle on the truth. We allow ourselves to to give in to temptation because of how we feel in the moment. And we, and we think that those emotions are supposed to really uh, validate us. We, we think that, our, that those emotions are really supposed to be a part of how we determine what we're going to do and, and, and what's true in the moment, but they never were intended to do that. I want to do something that is a little bit different on this episode of the podcast. Uh, I'm going to share with you a poem that I wrote. And um, I wrote this um, a while ago. I, I I think it was back when I was in college. I couldn't tell you exactly. Maybe it was toward the end of high school. And it was one of the times in my life when I was kind of wrestling with this whole idea of just not not feeling like the Lord is really there, not feeling like all of this is really true and, and really struggling with my emotions. And um, this is uh, something that I never thought that I would actually share again. I've, I'd shared it a few times back when I wrote it and kind of put it, it's in Dropbox. It's kind of just been in the archive, just sitting there for a long time. But I remembered this poem as I was getting ready to do this podcast episode. And I thought, man, maybe this would be helpful um, because this was written from the perspective of somebody that that literally, as I wrote the words of this poem, I was, I was struggling with this. I was wrestling with this, wondering, God, are you really there? Do you really even care about me? Is all of this is all of this uh, thing that we call Christianity even really true? I mean, I wrestled with that for, for a good bit. Um, and I talked with some people about it, but it wasn't something I was super public about. And, and I wrote this poem, and it was, it was one that I went back to pretty often um, just to remind myself of the truth of who God is. And um, I don't in any way treat this like scripture, of course. I'm not trying to say that this is what you should go to. No, go to the Word of God. But I think that um, I wrote this out of my understanding of what the Word says about these things. And there are some things, honestly, if I'm, if I'm being real, it's kind of why I hesitated to even share this. Um, I would probably tweak some of the language of this poem today, um, but I, I didn't want to do that. I just, I want you to hear from like a high school, maybe college student, uh, Kenny, uh, the perspective that I had as I was dealing with all of these emotions and feelings and lack thereof in regards to my faith. So I, I pray that it's an encouragement to you. Um, if you're like me and you listen to podcasts on like one and a half speed or two speed, I would encourage you to slow it back down to normal speed for this um, because uh, this is what uh, some people refer to as slam poetry and it can be kind of a quick delivery. Um, so I don't want you to miss it. I'm just, just throwing that out there, just a tip because I'm going to speak probably a little bit faster than I even normally speak if you're doing that. So I'll give you a chance to do that. But this is uh, a poem that I wrote uh, at least 10 years, if not more, ago now, um, and it's called, very simply, I don't feel it. I don't feel it, Lord. It's not real to me, Lord. Day in and day out, I pray and I shout, but nothing calls back. Just a silent track in the distant black from the crack of dawn till I yawn and another day is gone. 
All my cries to you have drawn, all my strength till it was gone. Just like you, you left me too. Not like I'm surprised. I'm nothing to be prized. My life summarized is comprised of a proud little boy headed to destroy what could be. You and me walking in harmony, but usually that's not how it is. But it could be. In the midst of trying to exist, I miss the reason you persist to twist my wrist, even as I resist it. But I still don't feel a thing, even as my prayers ring and I sing to the king. Or maybe... Maybe I'm numb. Maybe it's my feelings that have become distant. Because the God that I know promises that he will never go. Understand there is no foe in heaven or the earth below that could stop the flow of Abba Father's love. And even when I am empty of feelings to feel him there, I know that he is there, even when I don't feel it. And the truth that remains explains my missing chains. His very being is guaranteeing me that he is there. And each day my faith grows and it shows that even in times like this, God, you would never miss the chance to hold me near. You are right here, even when I don't feel it. I know that it's true because there is none like you. And that is the end of that poem. As I said, um, it was written at a time in my life where I struggled with this. And you can maybe hear some of that. I mean, there's times when we, we know the truth. We, we quote these verses to ourselves and we go, God's, God's there and, and you go, but I just don't feel like he is. I'm still struggling with all of this anxiety and all of this doubt and all of this pain and I go to church and people are lifting their hands in worship and I'm not sure that I'm, I'm not, I don't even know that I can do that. I don't know that I even have the strength to do that because I'm wrestling with doubts and struggles and, and I'm wondering if all of this is really true because all of my emotions and all of my feelings are telling me something different. Bring those feelings, those thoughts into submission to the word of God and know that it's God's word that determines what's true, not your emotions. Understand that God never changes. Our feelings and our emotions go up and down. They ebb and they flow with the times and the circumstances of our lives, but God never changes. He is who he says he is for all of eternity. He promises he will never leave you or forsake you. He is there. Believe that. Trust in that. And as the world literally just seems to get into more and more chaos and destruction as things continue to spiral out of control he still never changes and there may be days that you wake up and you're excited and days that you wake up that you're just indifferent to the things of the Lord nothing has changed except your emotions bring them into submission to the word of God preach to yourself the gospel allow it to wash over you every single day allow it when anxiety rises up within you allow his truth his consolations to cheer your soul that's my encouragement to you and, and, and I pray that it is that. I pray that, that if you are in that moment of just kind of being just indifferent in, in, in toward the Lord and you, you know things that are true, but you just, you just, you know what, you're just kind of coasting through, I pray that you would run to the word. I pray that you would run to the fountain that never runs dry to go to your good shepherd for him to lead you to green pastures, to lead you beside still waters, to restore your soul and to, re, to lead you in paths of righteousness for his name's sake, despite what you may feel or not feel. I pray 
that you would do that. And I pray that you are encouraged by this. And if you are, um, I always encourage you to, to share it with somebody that, that this may be helpful for. Maybe you know somebody that's, that's battling with this. Uh, this may be an episode that's worth sharing with them. It may not be. That's, that's up to you. Um, but I would ask that if this has impacted you in any way that you share it. Um, because I, I, I do these podcasts. First and foremost, I do them uh, to honor the Lord and in, in how I talk about His truth. I also do them because I just like to talk things out sometimes. It, it's helpful for me. Um, but I but I do them sincerely because I want people to hear it. I'm not trying to grow a podcast audience. I'm not trying to, to, to do gain any kind of popularity. But if I didn't want people to hear this, then I wouldn't put it on the internet, right? And so um, I would be honored if you would take the time to share this, either by sending it to somebody, sharing it on social media, or one of the best ways to do that is to give us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts, as always. This has been another episode of Hold Fast, and I will be back next week, Lord willing, with another episode. God bless.